0: 6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. So here's a question that people are, well, scientists are trying to figure out. Was Venus always a... Poison-shrouded inferno, or was it an Earth-like world that went to hell? That's the question NASA hopes to answer within the next decade when it will send two spacecraft named Veritas and Da Vinci Plus to visit our smoke and hot planetary neighbor. That's not named Mars. Dr. Clara Souza Silva is a quantum astrochemist at Harvard University who has extensively studied the possibility of life on Venus. Doctor, welcome to 6:30 Chat in Edmonton. Hi, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. This news, this news of these of these uh, crafts heading to uh, Venus over the next 10 years, why is this a big deal?
1: Oh, it's a huge deal. I mean, Venus was very much the source of inspiration and awe for a really long time. But in the 60s and 70s and a little later, we actually tried to go there and discovered that, you know, anything that goes there melts. And so I think we lost... <laughs> We lost our taste for it and started focusing on Mars, which would still kill you, but in less dramatic ways. But these missions, you know, they're very exciting for the uh, astronomical community and the Venusian community, but they have been prepared by over a decade ago. These are extremely thought out missions that will tell us a lot about the mysteries of Venus, and we're all very thrilled to have them.
0: I guess so. Now, you, now, what we know about Venus, or what I know, you know a lot more, <laughs> what I know is that um, it's, it's similar in size and structure to Earth, and it's been called Earth's twin, but really really it's kind of where it ends i mean venus is uh you know is radically different than than earth tell us about that planet and and why it has been so challenging for um explorers and spacecraft in the past to you know find out stuff and get to the planet and and spend time there
1: so you're correct that it's it's um, a sibling. I'll say more of a sibling than a twin <laughs> okay. in that it's got very similar sizes and has an atmosphere. And I think if uh, an alien astronomer was looking at the solar system and their technology was similar to ours, they would think we were similar. And it's possible that there was a time not that long ago, you know, a few hundred million years ago where Venus did have oceans and it was Quite a nice place to go, but we don't know exactly why, though we have some good theories. It um, had a runaway greenhouse effect, uh, so a much more extreme version of what we're worried about on Earth with climate change. They had a horrific um, greenhouse effect, runaway greenhouse effect, that basically boiled most of the things we like away, you know, the water, and made the surface completely uninhabitable, and so it's about 460 degrees Celsius on the surface, so everything melts, nothing complex can exist. And even the clouds that are a bit more temperate and potentially habitable, they're not really habitable for us. They're filled with acid. And so it's a pretty intense place, I would say, and not very hospitable. So the, these missions specifically, they're trying to figure out why is a sibling, not its twin,
0: Okay, it's fascinating stuff and you have spent a long time uh, studying uh, Venus, the possibility of life on Venus. What have you found out? What what has your research led you to discover?
1: I found out that we are woefully ignorant of Venus and we know very little of it <laughs> particularly considering you know it's our sister planet next door um, but I specialize in looking for the molecular signs of life that's what I do um, all the time and usually I'm not looking at Venus because it doesn't look like a nice place for life to uh, make a home but they're, because the, the clouds are potentially habitable because they're temperate they're not too hot and the pressure is not too bad and um, And I have been looking for signs of life there, and I have found some strange molecules that could maybe be life. So this is still a very unlikely proposition, and we're still only beginning to explore that possibility. But I specialize in finding a molecule called phosphine, which we may have detected there. And if so, it could maybe be a sign of life, but it could also be a sign that we don't know enough about Venus and need to know
0: more. So many questions uh, that uh, are unanswered at this point. So for someone who does what you do, this is very exciting. And the next decade is going
1: to prove even more so for you and, and those who do the work that you do. Absolutely. In the unlikely event that there is a life on Venus, this will be our opportunity to really understand that potential biosphere. And if there is no life on Venus, then this will be our opportunity to understand how a planet that started out so promising, Mm -hmm. like the Earth, somehow became one of the worst places in the solar system (laughs) to, to set up life. And that will be a really important lesson for the search of li- for life in the universe Oh
0: fascinating stuff We'll be looking forward to seeing how this uh, how how this rolls out in the, in the years ahead dr. Clara Souza Silva joining me this afternoon. Thank you for your time and your insight Thank you for having me take care uh, Dr. Souza Silva is a quantum astrochemist. <laughs> Yeah, what the heck have I been doing with my time? Uh, she's a quantum astrochemist at Harvard University. She's co-director of the Harvard-MIT Science Research Mentoring Project. And yeah, this phosphine so that uh, sh- they have discovered, it's, it's, um, it's really interesting. This, it's a gas, and it's associated with life on Earth. And there's the thought, the possibility... That this phosphine could have been produced by living organisms, um, but it's—they said, you know, it's you know, it's kind of a, a bizarre theory, but it's one of the most po- plausible ones that they have. So Venus itself didn't realize it, um, but just how awful the planet is right it's the pressure on it is huge um it's covered in lava um you know poisonous gas all around it and we know that in years past that there were american and soviet uh, craft Um, that uh, kind of buzzed around there in the early days of space exploration. uh, There was NASA's Mariner 2 aircraft, or craft, not aircraft, uh, back in 62. And then, do you remember one called uh, Magellan in 1990? It did a few laps around the planet and then burned up. (laughs) As the doctor said, everything melts. Everything melts when it gets... Too close. Yeah, so we'll see how that uh, is going to unroll and uh, the cost of it. The probes alone will cost an estimated $500 million each, are expected to launch sometime between 2028 and 2030.